<laughs> what is up guys damage per second podcast episode 159 159 so it's been um a great great couple of weeks you know sorry that we didn't do a show last week we literally forgot well we didn't forget that it was a holiday it was Thanksgiving. We, yeah but we literally forgot that we did never tweeted out or said anything about it so um uh, uh, i did we're here today well, no, I'm saying we sent it out late. I'm just saying we didn't we didn't mention it earlier. That's what I meant. But um, no, shout out to you guys. Shout out to everybody in the chat. Really appreciate everybody coming through. You know, um, tell us in the chat how your holiday was and what was the surprise thing that happened to you over the course of the last couple of weeks. And name that one family member that got on your absolute nerve. Because everybody, trust me, you know, it's a safe place here on DPS. Everybody has that family member that literally comes to their house and gets on their nerves during Christmas. I mean, during Thanksgiving and you want them to go. Um, but with that being said, I definitely want to uh, say hello to the man, the myth, the legend, the man, the many slaps, the man that has, um, you know, been been doing his thing, you know, on, on, on X, the platform and on YouTube and in these video game streets, the homie slow-mo backslap. How are you doing today, sir? Yo, what's up? What's up, chat? What's up, everybody? Slow mo backslap here, slapping you with it. I'm not, I'm not doing a video. I'm just saying. No, um, it's uh, <laughs> go ahead, do it. Slapping no, you with oh, another video. No, I'm not because it's a video. It's it's a podcast. Slapping you with another podcast. Here we go. Um, no, there um, you go. uh, been pretty good. Um, today has been uh, kind of crazy. Been doing a whole bunch of stuff today, but. Um, it's been good, uh, and I've got a chance to play uh, some games. Been playing a whole lot of Cyberpunk, and okay. and um, also played a, playing a whole lot of Call of Duty: Modern Warfare Three. Um, play actually got a chance to play with Game and Forte. We, me and Sir Taz, shout out to Taz. Yeah, uh, is that the light we, people up? Yeah, we was having a good time, man. It was it was a good time, even though you know the <laughs> man, the cheaters is out. Uh, yeah, man, it's, you you be seeing some things. You just like how 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 did you pull that off? It's very very questionable, you know. But, questionable. Um, and not all PC guys, you know, because I, I got I gotta I gotta like clarify that because you know our, our homie Taz. Every time he thinks there's a PC cheater in the lobby, he has to the loudly let. The both of us know. <laughs> Let us but, both know he's cheating. <laughs> right, but but when we saw some very questionable uh, um, events occur, oh, and man. we know the entire lobby is nothing but Xbox and PlayStation guys, except for me, I'm the only guy on PC from what we could tell from the when, when the you know the match yeah. starts. Very very quiet, you know. It's very you know it's very chill. Just like oh, you know that guy just. You know, definitely, uh, you know, knew I was coming around the corner with my stalker boots on, with my, my ghost on, with, yeah. with literally everything to silence me. And this guy just knew I was coming, headshot me immediately. You didn't, you know, didn't miss a single shot. Very curious guy on Xbox, you know. But um, if, if only there was some kind of technology that, you know, oh, uh, a, a platform could deploy to prevent cheaters from using things like Zim and Cronus to 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 stop, you know, cheating on your 
platform. If mm-hmm. only there was some kind of technology or API already created to prevent that from happening, we wouldn't be dealing with this. Yep, we wouldn't be dealing with this. But guess what? There is something out there that's for that, and um, they choose not to use it. What? <laughs> really? They choose not to use it. How dare? How, for what reason would you just, you know, choose to allow hackers to, and cheaters mm-hmm. to cheat? I mean, it, it can't be just because they spend money like everybody else. Yeah, man. You know, they ban their consoles and they ban their Xbox Live accounts, and then yet they allow them to make new ones so they can keep getting more money off of them. <laughs> You know, yeah, it's, uh, yeah. it's a, it's it a vicious, weird. it's a vicious circle. Man. It's a vicious circle. I, I definitely agree. Uh, shout I wanted to say shout out to the chat. Some of the people that was here. Soldier for life said I'm here too early. He literally showed up right when I uh, put the stream up at four 30. So thanks for being here. You know, I know that's one person that's got at the notification. I mean, at eight 30, I know that's one person that has the notification bell turned on because he literally came as soon as the stream went up. So if you didn't know, if you hit the notification bell, you'll know every time we go live and you don't have to rely on, you know, me not posting a Twitter, um, link for you to know that way. But, um, also brainies shout out to you. Shout out to Capono, you know, grumpy semen shout out to, well, let's see. The Dark Lord Fusion, FTW, Mitchie dies a lot. Um, you know, slow mo will um, always say stuff in the chat. Really appreciate you guys getting here super early. Shout out to the 21 people here. Make sure you hit the like button on the stream. It's going to be a great time. Um, not a lot of stuff really happened over the course of the last couple of weeks, but we do still got a lot of stuff that we could actually, you know, focus on. Are you sure? Go ahead. I mean, it's some stuff. To, I mean, nothing important, but it's a I mean, lot of it's a lot of stupid stuff that happened. People seem to have a lot to talk about. Is all I'm saying. No, there's a yeah, listen. Listen, it's many people found stuff to manufacture talk about over. And I mean, I guess that's what it is when you're doing podcasts. You gotta, you know, you gotta find a reason to have a show every week. And um, the little things that happen, you definitely need to talk about. But um. Yeah, we'll we'll get into that. But so much with that being said, you've been you know we we beat we beat one play through a remnant. We gotta we gotta get back in there and do another one. Um, right. we've been playing Call of Duty. Shout out to that. Um, what else you been doing, man? Um, I I'm still being a whale on Fortnite. Uh, I, 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 <laughs> I bought the <laughs> a whale I, I, on I, Fortnite. I, I bought the Eminem. The Eminem uh, skin. You you uh, finally the, adopted the emote, it, huh? The emote with the 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 uh, Slim Shady emote. I did all oh that. I haven't play, really even really been playing Fortnite because I've been basically. Oh, so you been like playing. me? Just turning it on just to see what's in the store. Oh, only only no. I mean, like I saw on Twitter that the Eminem skin was there. I knew weeks ago they were dropping okay. it. But I haven't been paying attention because I've been playing mostly just Call of Duty and cyberpunk and at this point now i have three separate uh characters in cyberpunk three separate playthroughs i beat phantom liberty um last week uh excellent expansion it's still not ongoing game Mm -hmm. but excellent expansion um storytelling awesome still doesn't deserve to be uh um nominated for best narrative uh, against full price games full games but excellent if there was a a best 
expansion slash DLC of the year, it would win hands down. You know, it, it would it would be a landslide. Everyone would vote for it. It's that good. Um, Idris Elba, excellent. Like you could really like it's it's it, like the difference between someone like and and and, and no shade to this guy, but like Young Ye doing voice acting and like a real actor like Elba doing voice out like this is it was child's play to him. Like I mean the, the way he like his the way he, he can invoke emotion in those lines for his character uh, Solomon Reed, freaking excellent. And he's not even like the only good character. There's other characters like Alex, Songbird, um I think the only the only weak spot to the story, I think the villain's very generic, the the main villain Hansen, but he's not really important to the full story for those who who've played it. Um it's it's just really good. And I like how they have, they've included new weapons and gear and cyberware that really kind of creates more more diversity, build diversity in the game. Uh, for two out of my three builds, uh, the, the newer stuff I, I, I'm looking forward to using because I have an idea, uh, especially for my Netrunner, of using a particular a, a, a right. particular piece of cyberware that can actually like make like my Netrunner even more dangerous. So I, I've been doing that, just grinding in that, and and like I said, playing Cyberpunk. Um, I said Cyberpunk. Sorry, Call of Duty. Um, and and I, you know, I've been playing with Taz mostly. I played with you a little bit last night. But I've been, mm-hmm. for me, when the the mark of that you're really having fun with a multiplayer game isn't the fun that you have with other people because that should be a given. If your game is halfway decent, you should be able to have fun with other people. Right. I'm having fun playing by myself, even though like my skill based matchmaking is a bit ridiculous. Like it's, it's, it's a bit like when I play by myself, I I just need I need to make sure I am refreshed, I am right. I'm, I'm wide awake, I am alert. I need to do like hand exercises, pause, <laughs> you know, to like stretch my thumbs out. You know, I need right. to make sure I'm good, like I'm I'm tuned in, I'm locked in, because if not, I'm getting clapped. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's kind of how it goes. So, it, but it's uh, it's been good. It's been good. Um. What have you been playing over the past two weeks? It, it, it's been. Oh, uh, shoot, man. Battlefield, literally, that's it. I've been playing that. Um, I did jump into Final Fantasy, um, Final Fantasy, um, Integrate. Yeah, yeah, Integrate on PC because I want to get through that because Rebirth is going to be here before we know it. So I've definitely jumped when into that. When I'm done with Cyberpunk, I, I, I got a couple of games I'm going to beat, like smaller games that I'll be real quick to beat. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I got some other longer games that like, I'm like, 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 well, I'm going to play Persona 5 Tactica, but, and, and some other little smaller games, but I'm, I'm, I'm redoing the, uh, I'm running through uh, Final Fantasy VII Remake and Integrate for the third time in anticipation of, of Rebirth. Cause, uh. It's got to get done, man. It's got. I got to do it again. It's got to all be fresh in your mind. But like for you, this is excellent. I actually kind of feel like we should do a. We should it because not I, I a got spoiler some... cast, but like a a discuss like when you beat the game, so yeah. that we can 
like and you be in a grade so that you know you you be completely like right there where it's going to leave off right before rebirth comes out we just sit down and just talk about everything story mm-hmm. gameplay everything they they're showing us that's going to, that's that they're adding all that stuff so that we can be just like you know and, and I, know, I know there's a lot of people in the chat that are really really locked in and can't wait for that game too that we can all right. really just like have a great discussion on it because it's uh i agree it'll be one I of the agree. biggest games next year oh yeah yeah definitely it's gonna i mean dude it might be i mean depending on i mean when it comes to games that we actually know about it might be the biggest game um that we know about for 2024 yeah, I mean, let's confirm. I mean, I, I feel like that's there's confirmed. so much. Exactly. I, I feel like when um after the video game awards, we'll have a bigger, uh, a better idea, a better, yeah, of, of what to expect for for 2024. Like, I I fully expect there to be some kind of Hellblade announcement because I I I I don't see that on the list, but Hellblade Two got rated in some country i think it was india or korea yeah i, I, yeah, I saw it i so, think they're going to show it at the game rewards but that's going to be part of the conversation we have later mm-hmm. and, and we, we know exactly what better be shown oh i'm telling you if i see Sinua walking around talking to herself yeah. one more time, hey, we I, gonna I, have a problem i literally yeah. said I literally said they better not show another piece of content on that game that doesn't show that. Yeah, and, and the, the wild thing is that everything they keep showing about, I still don't know what, this, what, the, what the game's about. I, no like, one I knows. Because the story, because basically she she kind of came to, uh, at the end of Senua's Sacrifice, she came right. to bear and grip with the situation she was in, you know, and right, right. she came to, a, you know, came to understanding, you know, with laying her lover to rest and everything and all of that stuff that kind of happened in that game. All of those demons were kind of put to the side and she was kind of, she came to like a sense of peace. So this yeah. isn't like a, it's, it's, I don't even, it's a, it's, it's definitely a continuation. Right, but it's we don't sequel. know what it is, so, though. Yeah, we don't know. Does she have a relapse or something? Yeah, and, she, and, she's, and you know, her and her 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 split personalities is added again, and she's fighting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, we or, or is this is it real now? Is it like are you really fighting? Are you really with your 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 tribe or whoever, and you're fighting real people? Right. Who who the heck knows? Because we we like we literally don't know anything about this game, and this game was shown first when the Xbox Series X was shown. So that was four years ago. Yep, sure was. So they yeah they got it they got to come correct. But this is yeah. it's Ninja Theory. I I I have I a lot of confidence in them. You know, like I've liked a lot of their uh, their content. I, I mean, I even like the one game people want to pretend like never existed, Bleeding Edge. So, I'm 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 confident that they can deliver. Um, I I just I I have some of that confidence has has been dwindled away with the the lack of uh, combat shown because that's that's been their forte, you know, so to speak. And right. so far, I ain't seen it. I ain't seen anything. <laughs> but yeah, um, um, yeah. So 
you know, well, with the, it, let's yeah, let's get into it. So, you know, let's go through the list of them. We got Jim Ryan eking big deals before he retired, before re- retirement. You in know, his white tee. In his white tee. You I know, he's straight deals up. deals no, in my he, white tee. Look, he literally <laughs> seems like a person that is super comfortable right now. That man, like, I don't care. I'm out the door in a couple, in like six months. That man showed up with a dirty white tee with stains nah. on it, sweatpants mm. on, some that, some 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 New Balances. He was like, "Yeah, yeah, I don't dress man. up no more." I'm that man that. literally got a Those white tee on, bro. He I, when I saw that white tee, I was like, "This man is super comfortable." But we gonna talk about that. We got a survey that shows that 22 percent of children don't want physical games for the holidays no more, meaning that people got to buy them digital content. That's 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 another thing. Um, do you want another Borders Land, another Borderland games? Um, there's a couple of nice little nuggets in there talking about, you know, some sequels that we're going to get. Also, another sequel to, uh, you know, a RTS that a lot of people probably haven't played in a while. Um, then we got, we're going to get in really into it. We got to talk about the the CFO of Xbox coming out here, telling all the good all that? Telling all the good I just had like. 500 Red Bulls fall out of my, my, uh, my no, I didn't hear it. That means your mic is really good. How many Red Bulls do you have in your refrigerator? Well, it's like a little, you know, those, I, I know the little, little, little mini fridge, mini fridge. Yeah, I got my, office, how many you right? got in there? It, it was a 12 pack and it's like, it was like sideways and I was trying to get one, but I hadn't opened the box yet. And so I was like trying to get them out and it was just like, they just spilled all out. Instead you know, of, just, the, so basically you were being lazy opening the side of the the, can, the box and they you, all just started you spilling don't know, out. You don't know where like the, the, the movement I'm trying to be professional and, and still be engaged in the show while I'm trying to also get your, a Red Bull. Okay? Your, your mic isn't, you, you act like your mic is across the room from your refrigerator. It's probably right next to your desk. Stop Meaning judging. you could just bend over, pause, first of all, and grab first a Red Bull. First of all, stop judging me, okay? Okay, stop I'm not going to judge. I, I am. So we're going to talk about the CFO has a lot to say about everything going on that he wants to see with Xbox. Um, we got what is the Xbox tax? Because, uh, you know, your boy 14. We talked about this already. No, but we're going to talk about it a little bit more because it's a little bit, you know, this it's is still a little weeks, bit. It, it, it's, 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 still, it's still going on. What is really the Xbox tax? And then we're going to talk about Xbox says stay tuned for the game awards. And we're going to talk about that. So slow-mo let's yeah. start off. Let's, let's talk about Jim Ryan and his white tee. He getting down in his white tee. I, I want to ask you this. Does that look like a man that got fired from Sony out here eking deals with NC soft? You know, you think Sony, will let really. him eat? do you think, you think, you think <laughs> Sony would allow that man to be signing million dollar deals for them when he's supposedly about to walk out the front door because they fired him. What, what do you think? Slow-mo. I, I think, um, I think he's done, but he's done because he wanted to be done. He wanted to be done. <laughs> um, I think also, um, some of the, the issues that they've been dealing with, with like the, the games as a service games, them not really clearly when you delay 50% of them, it ain't ter- turn out the way you thought it would. I, I think that uh, that and him having to have to deal with all these layoffs, he was just like, you know, the the business is good. 
all these 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 trials and tribulations that we're gonna have to overcome. I ain't here for this no more. I've been I, I've done my time. Um, I'm home for like seven days out of a month. I I, I think it's time to, to give someone pass that horse to someone else. Which I mean, can you? I'm not I'm not gonna judge someone in that position. That's a very hard position, right? He didn't do the job as long as other people have. Um, but he is seem- seemingly going out on his own accord, unlike people like Sean Layden. Yeah. Um, and so, hey, good for him. Um, I, I, I do think it was, if anything, at the very least, a mutual uh, uh, choice for him to go. Um I just, but clearly not something that was well planned because typically when some when someone in that kind of position is leaving, there there's a there's a handoff, you know. There there's a you got your you know your you get your candidates of who you want to make the replacement, and then you kind of make sure those people can act that that person has everything they need before they go up before you go out the door. And then it's like passing the baton in, in track, you know, you're, you, right. you, you, you do it correctly. You're running that person starts running and then you pass them that baton while they're also already ramping up the full speed. And then it's a smooth transition. Right. And I don't think like when you don't know who the next CEO is of PlayStation and you got the CFO, for Sony running things in the meantime, or not necessarily, like, he's not running everything clearly because you know, Jim Ryan, like, you know, like white tea guy out here, you know, mm-hmm. you know dirty, dirty white shirt signing deals, but it's still, that's not a smooth transition. We don't know who the next person is. Although I do think they might have an idea just based on yeah. some decisions they've made. Like it wouldn't surprise me if Herman Hulse is the next dude yeah. because <laughs> If you look at some of the decisions they made when they got rid of uh who was the young lady that they they fired uh kind of uh, ceremoniously. I can't remember her name, but Connie, Connie you know, Connie something. Booth or whatever. Whatever. Okay, so Connie, right? Connie Booth. Yeah, Connie Booth. Yeah. She was replaced by someone um who did a similar role at Guerrilla Games. Guerrilla Games, yeah. So again, you know, Herman Holtz came from Guerrilla Games. If Herman might be the next dude up, it would make sense that Herman would hire someone that he's comfortable with, someone that he's worked with previously in the past, instead of an unknown commodity. So it it, it, it just kind of like, I don't know that speculation on my part. I, don't, I haven't heard anything. This isn't me uh, pretending like I, I, I'm speculating, but I, I, it's really what I really know. No, I, I just, I'm, this is full on speculation. I have no idea who it really is, but it wasn't surprised right. if it was Herman. Yeah, so um, this is what they had. So based on this partnership, NCSoft and SIE will collaborate globally in various business fields, including mobile. Both companies are exploring all possibilities to leverage NCSoft's technology capabilities and SIE's global entertainment leadership to foster strategic synergy. And um, Jim, this is with tight... Hygiene uh, Kim said, through our partnership with SIE, we will leverage the core competencies, technologies, and expertise of both who, who, companies. Who said this? Huh? What'd you say? What, 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 was the, what was the person's name who said that? Hygiene Tim- Kim. Okay. What? 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 I, I thought you said tight jeans. 
but <laughs> no I don't know. Tyke, no Tyke, Tyke Jean Kim. Tyke, it's, yeah. we, we apologize. Yeah, yeah. We, we, we apologize. No, not not know, for a, 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 a mispronunciation or a mis a yeah, mishearing we, of, on my yes, part. Exactly. Go ahead, continue. Compensate technology and expertise in both companies to create various synergies. We plan to deliver new experiences that can be enjoyed across genres and regions. And then Jim Ryan came out and said, our partnership with NCSaw further advances our strategy to bring the world of PlayStation beyond consoles to the border, to the broader audience like SIE NCSaw is committed to a, to creating high quality, impactful entertainment experiences with a shared vision to reach every player in the world we look forward to working together to push boundaries in gaming so this is nothing new this is kind of what the plan especially under jim ryan this was what the plan of being in more places you know broadening broadening the playstation scope uh doing the same thing that xbox is pretty much doing the thing is they're doing it in a much smaller scale little by little they're not basically all in like xbox did you know over the course of the last couple of years uh so this is just the first step in their partnership in doing stuff like this so you know nothing new i just find it real interesting that you know jim ryan was fired all like literally for the half of all of 2023 but the man's got to like do you see that smile on that face man got a smile on his face He's you know, it, it, it wouldn't surprise me at all if, if, if he's also not quite doing the role the way he was before. No, like, he probably stepped he, back a lot. Yeah, if he's just basically just chilling in, in the UK now. You know, he's he's getting work done. And, you know, of course, he had to go out to Korea to, to be there, you know. In in his in his in his bedroom wear, you know, in his comfort. He probably wear. didn't even. He's probably not traveling. No, that might be part because you know when he said that he didn't like traveling from country to country as much as he was doing under his um under his position. He probably hasn't done that as much. You know, he's probably you know especially this time of year, you're not really doing a lot of that traveling and stuff. You're kind of you know more at home base. But th th this man looks super comfortable, and I'm I'm happy for him, man. You know, a lot of people. You know, felt like I always said I felt like Jim Ryan was the best thing that could happen to PlayStation during one of the worst financial crises that we could go through when it came to, you know, um, the pandemic that we went through because he found a way to stabilize the company and make sure the company stayed profitable. Now, the decisions that he made when it came to like games of a service and everything like that, a lot of people may not like that direction. I don't think they should have went a hundred percent in and saying we want, you know, 15 live service games by 2026 or 12 of them. They said, I don't think they should have went that cold blunt with it. But I don't disagree with the direction. I just think they kind of just bit off more than they can chew. And they made a lot of financial decisions that was going to impact them in the in the current, you know, the near future. But PlayStation is going to be fine. And Jim Ryan, you know, did what he was supposed to do when it came to keeping the company afloat during uh, that time of um, everything happening. So good for him. Smiling, um, white tea I, I, and everything. I really want to kind of discuss uh, some 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 things that I've, I've noticed with the moves they've been making in Korea, and, mm -hmm. and 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 it's something that I said that Xbox should have been doing years ago. So like on my channel, you know, a little small little video that only maybe like two hundred people viewed, I mm -hmm. said that Xbox needs to forget trying to make 
Um, not that necessarily just give up on it, but like, don't stop focusing so much on trying to to develop a uh, a studio or acquire a studio in, right. in in Japan, but instead kind of look at Korea. Korea has a very big uh, PC player base, which is something that they're they're also as a part of the Xbox ecosystem. They mm-hmm. they they have a lot of studios that make a focus on making sure that the visuals are really good. They have a lot of studios that make a lot of interesting content, and these aren't small studios. Like people think about, so Sony has entered into a second party partnership with shift up which is the developer for stellar blade aka stellar yams but like that developer shift up hasn't made anything but like mobile games before this and a lot of them are kind of like that mobile kind of what's the word i'm looking for you 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 know how like you, you you're scrolling through twitter and you see some anime girl with huge, you know, top, yeah, you know. So it's just like it's one of those. They kind of make you used to make those kind of games. Um, Tay Talk says gotcha games, uh, a little gotcha, also a little, uh, um, yeah, you know, <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know why you bought that game, and it yeah. wasn't because the gameplay was good. Okay, right, all right, 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 you know, so. Um, they and which is you see a little of that with Stella Blade because you know you see what the main character looked like, and but it, the gameplay does look good, it's just that that's an unproven studio we don't quite know yet. But there are other very proven studios. I've been doing a lot of content on the first Descendant that's made by Nexon, which is a huge Korean publisher, they they, they make a lot of games. There's Pearl Abyss that makes uh, Black Desert Online MMO. They're making Crimson Desert that everyone has seen and looks really good. There mm-hmm. is Smilegate. Yeah, Crossfire X, absolute disaster. One of the worst first-person shooters to ever release. That said, the actual Crossfire game is like the Korean version of CSGO. And it's really, really popular. But these are all like market cap billion-dollar studios and companies in Korea in gaming that really could have if you wanted to have an eastern presence that to me that would have been the way to go and I, I know they tried to make some inroads with, with, with Smilegate but just I think the entire endeavor with Smilegate was just really ill conceived mm-hmm. you you helped create a way for remedy who doesn't do first person shooters to do the campaign on a first person shooter using not their engine, the Northlight engine, but using the engine that smile Smilegate uses for, for crossfire. It's just like, this is like, this isn't the way to go about things. Uh, right. I, I would say, and it, and it kind of proved out to be a, a major epic disaster. And I feel like, and here's some speculation on my part. If I, it feels as if they've given up on that region due to how Crossfire X turned out, which I think is a huge mistake. And you're really just kind of opening that up to your competition to really jump in and start working and making moves with 
all that talent out there. And for NCSoft, I think they're mostly a mobile kind of, they, they mostly work with mobile, right? Right. So we know everyone's trying to get more into the mobile scene. A lot of the console platforms are going to start making more mobile games as time goes on because that's where the majority of the growth in the gaming industry comes from. It comes from the mobile side of things. That's not necessarily going to, going to that's not, not necessarily going to affect us PC and console gamers in, in any direct way. If anything, it just provides those platforms with more revenue to work with and more money to work with to kind of fund some of the projects that we actually do care about. So, I mean, it's, it's just, it's, it's a good partnership. It's good. I'm, I'm happy for them that they're, they're, they made that deal. And hopefully, hopefully you know, a, lot, a lot more, you know, stuff comes to, comes to fruition from it. Yeah, I definitely agree. And um, once again, shout out to the screenshot. Man looks very, very happy in that picture, doesn't he? <laughs> it looks so good. Hey, man, I, I love people that just look comfortable. It, it, that only look like a fake smile. That's a real smile. He's like, yeah, I'm happy. And I'm going to be done with this in the next six months. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, I, I'm making moves. <laughs> I'm making and, moves. And, and, and I'm going to get up out of here. And I can just watch from a distance. Here. Yeah, I'm going to watch it all happen from a distance. Shout out to you. All right, moving on to the next topic. Let's talk about the the children not wanting physical games or um or just digital or games in general. It's like it's uh the survey came from I have it right here. Do you know off the top of your head who the survey came from, Slama? No. Yeah, I yeah, I, I have it right here. Um so survey came from Oh, it was games. It was who actually did the website, gameindustries.biz. So they did a survey of how many? Why does that say that? They did a survey of over 500 plus children, ages 10 to 17. Most are planning to ask for video game related gifts for the holiday. Uh, subscriptions were the most popular gift idea at 39%, followed closely by consoles at 38%, game accessories at 32%. And in-game currency at 29%. Surprisingly, only 22% of the children surveyed wanted physical games this Christmas. <laughs> Slow-mo. Where are we where where are we heading, sir? Where are we heading? This is where I, this is honestly where I think the reason you see the direction you see with a lot of these games, because this is this is it's not us that they're marketing this stuff to. It's the people that's 10 to 17 years old that's going to be in the digital future and ecosystem by the time that they get old enough to have children of their own what do you think um, i think um i think we're, we have a generation of kids now where they're they're more inclined to play a game with touch touch controls that mm-hmm. they are that they 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 don't mind playing on handhelds. They don't mind playing without a controller. Um, all three, well, not all three, but two of my kids, are, like, for me, mouse and keyboard is very uh, touch and go. Like, I, I, I don't, I'm not comfortable playing with mouse and mm-hmm. keyboard because I was comfortable playing with a controller my, my entire life. My son took to it very quickly with Minecraft. 
you know, it's, it's, uh, they're different now. And so for them, they, okay, for example, my kids, they, mm-hmm. the only physical media that they've had for games has been with the Nintendo. They're, they're, they're Nintendo Switch and their and their DSs. That's the only physical media. With Xbox and now with my son on PC, everything digital. And they don't care for physical media and they don't like they they, they don't think about it whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Everything my, my daughter has her Xbox Series S, all digital console, she's good to go. And so it's just I, I think I think as time goes on, those numbers will start to creep further and further, you know, in the direction of digital everything. And I mean, don't be surprised if one of these platforms launches a a new a new skew in a new generation, say five years from now, and there is no like. The, the physical aspect is 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 super optional or not option mm. whatsoever. Like, I, I mean, even right now, where you look at the way PlayStation is kind of transitioned, PlayStation Five. Now you know, you know, you and I have launch systems, so we we have yeah. you know built in Blu-ray drive, but that's optional now. If you if you yeah. if I bought a PlayStation Five for my son right now and got the new slim version. I'm getting like there's a choice. I can go with a Blu-ray player if I want. I can just I can buy it and just take the Blu-ray player off. It's yeah. it's it's they're definitely kind of you know putting that option out there. Hey, if you don't want it, you don't need it. And they're definitely going to be looking at how that plays out with you know the way people game in the future because they don't they don't want f- physical media. Because, and especially look at the way PlayStation has made, and you know this with GameStop, the way yeah. they do uh, uh, digital media. There's only one storefront that you can get the can't, digital media from, yeah, and that's you can't them. buy it. Yeah, you can't. Yeah, they're the only platform that you can't buy physical, like digital media for outside of their ecosystem. You can you can still walk into a Best Buy or Walmart or GameStop. You can still buy digital switch games you can buy digital xbox games even steam games and you know pc games and stuff like that but the only thing you can buy for playstation that even remotely attaches to digital is currency cards and that goes directly to their bottom line yeah so i i agree um the question really comes down to uh this switch is happening a lot faster than some people thought it was going to happen like you know a lot of people would say that they wouldn't expect to see a digital only platform this soon like they have now they do give you the option but now that we know that this is the direction that playstation is heading in and if we go off of the rumor leaked documents that place that xbox had leaked out about you know their their future with their platform when it comes to their new systems, especially when it comes to the refresh of the X, the series X and the S coming in 2020, um, the end of 2025, 2026, 
they were le- they were rumored to not have a disk drive in the Series X, and it was supposedly end of life for the Series X version that we have now. If you go off of those documents, now like I said, that's all with a grain of salt because even Phil Spencer himself came out and said that cha- things have changed, plans have changed. And a lot of that might have to do with the fact that, you know, ABK has been purchased and that gives them a bigger foothold with the, um, the casual market with that game and stuff like that. Do we, do we actually see next generation, this being the last generation where you'll be able to like comfortably buy a console with a disc drive, or do you think next generation they'll still give the option? I, I think, I think that's going to be very different depending on the platform. Um, and this is just my speculation. I think Xbox is going to go all digital. I even think that they're going to have a, I think they're going to go with a two skew approach again. And the lower skew is just going to be a cloud device. And the other, Ooh. the other one would be still be a, a, a more traditional console with no disc. I think PlayStation will probably would still do what they're doing now. What they, what they, what they, uh, uh, shifted PlayStation Five to I think PlayStation Six right. will will give you the option of a of physical media, but you don't need it. And I think Nintendo will always do what Nintendo's doing. You're always going to get uh, physical media with Nintendo. Right, I agree. So, yeah, so I think I, they're, I think they're all going to do something kind of different. But that's just my my theory on it. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. Um, so if you were to tell somebody like any of your friends, you know, about what the next generation is going to bring or what this generation, uh, I know you skew heavily digital. I don't think you even own a physical disc in your, in your house. Do for the With, Nintendo stuff, you know, well, Nintendo, like, yeah, for Nintendo, yeah. they hold their value too. That's another reason why yeah. I will always buy It's It's it. I think for me, the biggest thing is I feel like if these, I mean, yeah, you're thinking like super, super aggressive, long-term things. Like if the sky falls down that, you know, you'll lose your content. I don't think Xbox or PlayStation, they're not going anywhere anytime soon. So I don't think you really have to worry about your content just being voted and you don't have access to it no more. But I, I always look at it as like, I like the ability to supplement gaming in some way. And you don't have that option going digital. Now, I tell people all the time at, at work, I say, hey, they say, you think I should buy digital or physical? I said, well, if it's a game that you know you're going to always want to keep and you're always going to go back and play, buy it digital because there's no reason to fumble around with a disc. That, I don't even think that's the argument, honestly, when it comes to the, this new generation. And something Capono just said is kind of the reality that I deal with. I know you deal with mm-hmm. it somewhat, too. Excuse me. Hold on. Yeah. Um, Capono was saying kids just want V Bucks or Roblox credits anyway, and that's hey, true. exactly. Like, my daughter doesn't ask me, "Hey, hey, daddy, can you buy me?" Because she doesn't have like she's eight, so well, she's seven. She's going to be eight in a month, so she doesn't have like the ability to just buy whatever she wants on her Xbox. So, so if she wants something, she has to come to me to get it. She doesn't go, hey, daddy, I want to buy that game. Can you get me that game? She goes, hey, can, can you get me some Rob- Robux? Yeah. That's what she wants. She wants Robux. She doesn't want a game. She doesn't want to play Starfield. She doesn't want to play. She will play a little Forza Horizon after I showed her how to play it, but 
She don't care. She she will play a racer in in Roblox before she plays a racer in in an actual like real arcade racer that's very very good. Matter of fact, my son, I got done early last week. I was chastising my son because he got this this PC I built him. Mm-hmm. He got access. He he game shares with me on Steam, so he's got access to my massive Steam library. Mm-hmm. I have Spider Man remastered on there. Spider Man is his favorite superhero. He loves Spider Man. Right. He has played probably thirty minutes of Spider Man remat Insomniac Spider Man. Mm-hmm. I walked into his room and he was playing Spider Man last week. But nice. guess what Spider Man he was playing. <laughs> Which one? Some knockoff Roblox version of Spider Man. Oh. I was just like, what? <laughs> and, and, and I, you know, look, I try to allow them to, you know, I don't want to be like that overbearing. Hey, you should be playing these. These are real games. Like, play this. Like, uh, yeah. even though I kind of think Roblox is kind of whack, right? It's, but, you know, I'm an old dude. I kind of lost it. I was just like, what are you doing? You're playing this this trash Spider-Man garbage in Roblox. I mean, sorry if 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 someone, whoever the Roblox creator that made that game, I apologize, but it, it looked kind of jank. But instead of an actual really good game, I'm just like, what are you doing? You know, I, I just can't. I, I can't deal with it no more. I just let them do what you I do. Will- I can't. I can't force yeah. them to do. So, so I think we have to get out of this because we we to get back to the point. We kind of create entire discussions or what's going to happen based upon what we want or how we will view things and what would work within our worldview of what's gaming. And there are newer generations that, unfortunately for us, are going to soon to outnumber us. Because as we get older and, you know, sorry to be morbid, but people die or people fall out of gaming or whatever, they are every year growing as younger generations get Mm -hmm. old enough to play more mature content, old enough to get jobs and buy their own games or their own Roblox or Fortnite V-Bucks or whatever. And... They're gonna. They they already kind of outnumber us because when you look at the and I think Matt Piscatello with I forgot what they call MPD now, but when he showed the most played games on like PlayStation and Xbox, and then the games that generate like the most revenue, mm-hmm. they're all. It's nothing. The first party stuff. It's all third party live service content and it's all content that most people in in the gaming circles that we rock with say i don't play that not i don't play that garbage i don't play even (laughs) you know you know i'm all in on fortnite but most people shun the stuff that is the most successful right well not most people most people that we interact with shun that stuff but the, that's the games that, that the kids are all into. And so, of course, this is why you see PlayStation chasing that kind of thing. 
because they see the way the sin, the the, the, the sin, the seas are 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 moving. They they see what's needed and what's necessary, and and what's necessary for them to also remain successful in their own, um, their own high the the console part of the the, the gaming market, mm-hmm. but also to grow is to have that kind of content, while also providing the content that got them where they are. Right. Yeah, I, I agree. And, and, and that's the funny thing because with me, both my kids, I, I was, you know, I get the. My youngest daughter doesn't play as much on Xbox where my older daughter does. You know, she is the one that pretty much takes advantage of my Game Pass account, and that she's tied. And they both are tied to my Microsoft, so they're in my family. So I get like the email every you know they say their weekly you know activity and stuff on the system and um i was looking at like uh, the year you know trying to gauge how much you know she spends on games and she only really plays she, like her favorite thing is resident evil and mortal Kombat. she loves resident evil mortal Kombat. so um you know bought the hundred dollar version of mortal Kombat or 119 dollar version of however much it costs and then you know she buys all the resident evil so she even bought the digital you know like they came out with like a standalone digital version of the resident evil like a movie she went and bought that and then like she plays dead for day like dead by daylight and so much how much money do you think my daughter spends on dead by daylight over the course oh, of the year oh man it's it, i can't even imagine Slow I hate that game, by the way. I I, I called it Death by Boredom because that game looks so boring. <laughs> Slow, Slow, and, man. Yeah. Let, let me tell you, when I looked at the historic history of just that game alone for just this year, and this was like probably a month ago I did it, he has spent over $170 just in that game. Now, that's not bad, but now, granted, we're talking about, you know, a kid that she just graduated high school. She just started working literally her first job ever two weeks ago. So all of this has been supplemented by either us giving her money or her just getting like Christmas or birthday money and stuff or just saving money on her own whenever we give her money in her PayPal account so or her uh, cash app account. So she's that's just on that game. Like she bought her own Resident her she buys Resident Evil herself. She bought um the Mortal Kombat game herself. You know, I gave her a little money towards it, but she spent most of the money herself. But I've never given her money for Dead by Daylight. And she's literally like $170 in that one game. And I asked her, like, what are you buying? And she shows me like her like, dude, she put our she puts our Fortnite skins to shame in that game. The shame. Mm-hmm. She has so many skins in that game. So does she have, the, does she have that that Nicholas Cage. Uh, she does. Skin that, oh, she does. Why? She does. That's, that she does. So strange when they show that. Yeah, she does have it. She does. Shit. She she has like so many different skins. It's kind of crazy. She just buy and she buys them in the bundles and stuff. And then when it comes to my youngest daughter, she's a little like she's a little bit more like me, but she play. She's the Roblox kid. So she was watching me play Battlefield. And she was like, oh, this looks real familiar. It's like a game that I play on uh, on Steam. I was like, oh, what do you play? Because I said, you play robots. She was like, oh, it's called, um, what is it called? Battle, battle, battle something. It's, battle it bit. looks, battle bits. Bro, she showed me this game. Now, this, this is probably like two months ago. She showed it to me. I was like, it's yo, this Steam. is, 
Yeah, I think it's on Steam. But she yeah, showed yeah. it to me. Yeah, she showed it to me. And I was like, yo, this is literally Battlefield in, in big yeah. forms. Yeah, and I was like, it's form, actually yeah. really fun. So I started, so I wanted her to like really get into like playing regular Battlefield. So I like got her uh, got her started on the game and everything and she started playing it and she really wasn't jiving with it so i said you know what let me jump on the game and play battle bits with you so i was jumping over there playing with her having a good old time and i finally got her to start playing battlefield she's been playing like a little bit like not as much as nowhere near as much as i do but she's been playing it. But the fact that she was like playing battle bits, bro, I was like, yo, this is literally Roblox in battlefield form. What are I, I we do doing? Have, I, I do have to say this though, right? It's a good, looking, it's some, a good game though. It, it, it is a good game. There are some Roblox games that are like, actually like, I'm, I'm like, how did a Roblox creator make this? There's an actual first person shooter in Roblox. That's like, it's pretty decent. I forgot the name of it. No, it's one. It's like, like Call of. It like, plays like it, Call of Duty. Yeah, it's like Frontline something. Or yes, something that's like what something. it is. It's Frontline. My daughter. That's the first game. That's when I finally saw that my daughter had gun skill. I was like, <laughs> you guys. I was like, I'm watching her run around, like just popping people. I'm like, yo, and she's doing it with a keyboard and mouse. I was like, well, first of all, I wish, I wish I could play with a keyboard and mouse as good as you are right now. Right, right. right. <laughs> But uh, no, but it, it's just really it. But that's yeah, the that's the future, though. That's the future right there. That's what all of this stuff is for, like you said. Yeah, you have a super chat, man. Oh, okay, cool. Uh, shout out to the homie Erodimus with the five dollar super chat. Really, pre- really appreciate it, bro. God bless this next generation of gamers where where gameplay is more important than cinematics and graphics, like when we were kids. Yo, I agree, hundred percent. I did a video about four or five years ago where I talked about gameplay over everything, you know, it's like gameplay will always be king for me. Like, yes, we like the glitz and the glamour of the graphics and everything. And and of course you don't want to play an ugly, disgusting game, but if the gameplay loop is fun and the gunplay or just the overall loop of it is there, sign me up. And that's all that really matters. And we're, and you're right. We're starting to get back that with our kids. Really, think, yeah, that's really cool. I, I think uh, there's a balance for everything. Yes, there and, is. And and I I can enjoy a, a story driven narrative game, um, and I can also enjoy a game that has lacks a lot of that kind of stuff, but has great gameplay, like Remnant Two. Remnant yes. Two story stinks. It story it sucks. It it's a really bad story. And and it's like we didn't even think like because the first story for for Remnant from the Ashes was bad, and me and Luca didn't think they could top how bad that was. But oh, they did. They did it's with bad, Remnant. Bro. Remnant two story sting is really bad. That's it. The game is fun to play. One of my favorite games this year. You know, it, it's it's a balance for everything, and I think if you lack in certain areas, like if you have a bad story with bad characters, you better have some fire gameplay to yeah. make up for it. So like, it has to be, that's the balance. You have to kind of, uh, do pull more weight in one area. Right. Like the reason why some people really like telltale is that telltale tells good stories. That's true. And yet the gameplay is lackluster but people fall in love with clementine they 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 
capture the essence of these IPs that they bring from different forms of media to video games with like like just recently the expanse they really mm-hmm. nailed the expanse a wolf among us they took the fables universe and really made that work um uh, uh tales from the borderlands they nailed Borderlands better than Gearbox does right now, which is the <laughs> another t- the very next topic is that. So it's yeah. like when you are really good in a certain area, people can forgive the the weaknesses that you have because you nailed this other stuff. Now, when you disappoint people in the areas that people expect you to be good at, and yet you still lack in those other areas, that's where we have a problem. That's where, you know, those games become a disappointment or just don't live up to expectations. Nope. Yeah. And and that's the, and that's kind of the, the disaster area. But, you know, the biggest thing is as long as, as long as games are fun and they're engaging, that's kind of the recipe for a great game. You know, you get into the nuances of it as you get older and you start whittling down because, you know, if I think about just my gaming habits over my life, I was heavily into RPGs when I first started gaming. Then I turned into sports like in my teenage years. And then Mm -hmm. once I got to like 18, 19, 20 years old, I turned to heavy shooters and I've been pretty much that for pretty much the rest of it outside of the 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 um looter the looter shooter crowd part of it where diablo and warframe and stuff came in but i had four different instances of types of like experiences that i went through but the one thing that never changed i never would play a game that was just terrible like you know you can see the you can see the gems that are out there but if a game doesn't even have minimum expectations around it when it comes to it taking itself serious it kind of just falls flat at that point but um yeah Yeah, for me it was i i I played all the same stuff that everyone else played as a kid like i played i played tecmo bowl yep um, same thing um sports um, talk football Right. Yes. 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 Sports Um, talk, man. Joe Montana. Let's go. Hey. 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 Uh. Um. Arch rivals. Yep. Arch rivals. Um, Streets of Rage. Street punching. Double. Double dragon. Double (laughs) dragon. Oh, you remember double dribble when you were like four three. But when you would go for a dunk and then it would switch to like a like a, uh, a cin- um, like a cinematic. a cinematic, yeah, I had never seen anything like that before. Yo, I was- like I, I, I used to always be in on those. Like, and then um, I, for me, my first RPG was actually Final Fantasy two over here, but it's Final Fantasy four, four, yeah, and. I bought, only bought it because the cover looked cool. <laughs> you know, back yeah. in the day, that, I, I, that's I went, the only I, reason you bought a game is because yeah. of the cover. I, I was, I was in uh, what, what, what was GameStop back then? Uh, Electronics boutique. Electronic boutique. I was in the mall at, at EB, 
and and I'm like, you know, I got I got my allowance of money, and I'm like, I want to buy a game, and I but right. I, I you know, you, there was no internet, there was no YouTube, there was no it, well, even then, I don't even think there was really magazines like that at that time. At my Not age, at that time, it wasn't. So, yeah, so I, I I didn't know what the like. You would look at the cover of a game, and you would look at the still shots on the back, and be like, Do I is this does this look cool? Do I want to play this? I don't know, and. I just, I just chose like my mom was like, "Hey, little slow mo, get it together. We're leaving right now. You better make your decision in the next two minutes." And I'm just like, "All right, I'm gonna grab this with the red cover because it looks cool." <laughs> well, and, and it, about, yeah, yeah. It ended up being a game I just fell in love with, and then I was just like, when Final Fantasy three came out, which was six, even better. Yeah. Even free, I was just like, "This is great." And then, like, I'm, I'm, I'm getting into an argument with this kid, and, and, and like years later, this, this, this kid in school, I'm like in ninth grade, and this guy's like, "No, Chrono Trigger's better than Final Fantasy 3. And I was like, "I'm ready to fight the guy." I'm like, "Shut up! You don't know what you're talking <laughs> about. Have you played Final Fantasy 3, You loser!" And he's like, "Have you played Fi- Chrono Trigger?" And I was like, "No." So then we decided to trade. So we traded cartridges. And he was right. <laughs> he just I know you Chrono Trigger was great. It was it's the, my favorite game of all time. It's the best game I've ever I've ever uh, I've ever played. And um, it, it, the wild thing is that he fell in love with Final Fantasy three, and we just decided to to not trade the games back. We just kept them, which is pretty pretty cool. But don't no, um, I. I like you, I went from RPGs. I still play RPGs, but like I really yeah, got into shooters after that. Like once I was like maybe like a senior in high school, and actually probably in college at that point. Because although in high school I was playing stuff like Rainbow Six and yep. Ghost Recon, like Ghost more Recon. tactical, like more tactical side. That's where of it things. started at, right? But then when Halo came out, I was over. I was, it it was it was it was a wrap. I didn't play. I, I I don't even remember. I I didn't play nothing else. Me and my friends all we was up all night. Man, System link, a, talking yeah. trash, run it. You know, it it was great. It was it was. Remember when? Yeah. Remember when Halo Two came out? Man, it was like um. It was I had like to still, no I had sleep. still cover. It, it was a no sleep marathon, bro. I think I stayed up like thirty six hours playing Halo Two when it came out. <laughs> I was in college. I had my my GameStop um um reserve uh on on the list. It was like over a thousand people going to the the GameStop in Towson, uh, mm-hmm. Towson, Maryland, and I I was like number six on the list. <laughs> I showed up at midnight. Everyone else was waiting in line like all freaking day. It was thinking hungry you know sitting on chairs you know waiting for their time and i just walked all past them you know like yeah yeah i'm number six uh got all the way to the front got my steel cover halo 2 oh man that was that was great walked on out got home got but we're back went back to the dorm um played the game two days straight <laughs> just all I did was drink water and use the bathroom. That was it. I played that game two days straight, and it was it was epic. It was great. Those, those yeah. were the days, man. Those were listen. That listen. I I hate to tell people that gaming is like to an extent gaming is better now than it was then, 
but the excitement level of gaming is it's just like when you get something brand new it's like you really can't be surprised by the stuff that comes out now like yeah you could be technical like the technicals of it can be really good and the overall like the the size and scope of it could be great but it will never nothing will top when you first like think about when you was in halo combat evolved Think about storming the beach and taking a pelican, running out, and the music kicking. Like, I played that part over so many times, just storming the beach of Halo. I was like, yo, this is incredible. And, but if you think about how simple it is now, it's, you take it for granted. And there's way bigger set pieces and things out there. You can get blown away. You, I like. I start thinking about the boulder fight inside of um, God of War 2018. Like how you literally didn't know that that you thought it was a cinematic the whole time until you realized you were getting hit and you were supposed to hit back. It yeah, was that like was, that was it, that it was, was sick. Technical genius by technical Sony. Ge- yeah, technical but genius. The entire game is is one shot. It's, yeah, it's one never shot. A, 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 like a cut, a cut here, cut there. It's all yeah. one shot. And that fight, man, like like, like that uppercut that <laughs> right? knocked, you, knocked the roof off the house. I was just like, my jaw hit the floor. I was just like, <laughs> what? And, and, and like how it's it was so- smoothly transitioned from you whooping Baldur's ass to a cutscene to like not really a cutscene but like 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 cinematic like scripted then right yeah. back yeah I know we are we are far off the beaten path of the topic let's let's draw Man, this, this back this this literal this topic literally yeah. is about I'm a segue I'm a segue yes to the next topic like yeah this. go ahead let's do it let's do it we, we, we've been talking about our uh passions in gaming and genres and i think both of us got transitioned into looter shooters when they became the height of things i think uh gaming has these 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 ebb and flows of things a decade ago was looter shooters Mm -hmm. it was like you gotta have a looter shooter if you're a platform or a, a publisher because that's how you can like get players who consistently keep playing your game mm-hmm. buying microtransactions buying skins and, and out emote all kinds of other stuff new expansions that's how you can get consistent revenue coming in and then it transitioned from looter shooters to hero shooters and then it transitioned from hero shooters to battle royale and then now it seems like extraction shooters are the the new wave now. Like games that were going to be like uh, Ark Raiders was supposed to be a four player uh, live service co-op um, game. And they delayed it because they're going to turn it into an extraction shooter. Bungie's making Marathon an extraction shooter. It seems like that's the new wave now instead of new Battle Royales coming out and stuff. Which is interesting because the the, the topic of, of, of right now is do you want another Borderlands game? Borderlands, which is a looter shooter, which is about, you know, when it comes to the trends of what's hot, it's 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 a little behind. It's a little, a little outdated. Behind, right. And if if you play Borderlands three, which I enjoy, but not as much as Borderlands two, like not even close, because Borderlands two was one of the best games I played. 
But story-wise, Borderlands 3 is awful. All the DLCs think. And but the gunplay was good and the and the weapons were good, but the skill trees weren't as good as as they were in previous Borderland games. And so I don't know. I would say it like this. I do not think current 2023 Gearbox, after they fail with the new tales of the Borderlands, after they fail with, with even though they say Tiny Tina Wonderland is a is a commercial success, critically it is not. And I know most Borderlands fans don't like Tiny Tina Wonderland. I'm one of right. them. So to me, that's two, two strikes. And I'm not saying like like you know hey, like baseball like three strikes you're out, but being owned by Embracer, you, who's in a very tenuous situation as it is, you can't be developing guaranteed flops. In Borderlands Four, I have zero faith in current day 2023 Gearbox to make a good Borderlands Four in the same game design as the previous ones. Like, if you're going to stay with an outdated game design, you better do it damn good. It better be hitting all the the right notes that all the nostalgia that people expect from what they got fr- from from that series before. If you're failing in any of those categories, you, look, you're not getting the the younger generation in on this game you're only really capturing the audience that's into looter shooters and specifically really really into borderlands and if right. you don't deliver them what they know what borderlands is they're going to be like no this ain't it and they they almost kind of felt that way with borderlands 3 i don't think they can survive another disappointment i think that if they do a borderlands 4 there's almost kind of I, I kind of shudder to, to say this, but they need to go a different route. Maybe not quite the looter shooter that we normally want from them, but th- this studio can't do Borderlands th- 4 the way we want it done. I, they, they, don't, they can't do it justice. I just feel, I just don't feel the thing with me with Borderlands is once you get that amazing story that you got in Borderlands two, it's, it's like if, if I had just to be a hundred percent honest, there has not been a game that's in that genre that's had that type of story, that great of a story since that game like as much as i love destiny and everything else that story sucks it's it's all over the place warframe just finally added their story and it's and it's decent it's 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 i like it but it was something that they Warframe story been in there for over six years man no no, i you know what i mean i'm talking about but it wasn't there it wasn't there in the inception of it you know when it first happened because warframe evolves it did. You it know, did evolve. It's it's, yeah. it's in a completely different place now, and that's why that game still has a player base because it still speaks to the people and it's giving people the thing that they kind of want from that. Borderlands just hasn't evolved 
in that same regard when it comes to like storytelling like yes they come up with other crazy ways and different weapons and different skills and abilities and that's all cool and all but the thing that made borderlands popular borderlands already was a game where they had borderlands one and borderlands one was fun because everybody loved the gameplay the thing that really took borderlands to another level was that story and having handsome Jack. And I just don't know if you can get another iconic, you know, character or just people to be able to bring people back into a game like that again. I mean, I know it can happen. They just need to find a way to do it. And I just don't think, like you said, this studio, I mean, let's be for real. They, they've been dropping the ball on story for a long time now. Right. And that's not their strong suit. So they right. need to either get people who are good at writing good stories or pivot borderlands four to a game that is less focused on the story which i like again i hate saying that right because i love borderlands i love the humor it's dark i i know it's dark it it's it's some of it is it's like stuff that you shouldn't laugh at but you laugh at it anyway and there's some people who don't get it and they're just like hey i don't get why that's that's so funny that handsome jack like joked about popping someone's eye out with a spoon but it's funny to me so sue me right it, that i i'm i'm i i like that kind of humor but it was also well written and they were able to and someone someone i think arcade mentioned it in the chat before ashley birch who does the voice for aloy and uh shoot kate with with, with no does she no i think laura bailey does kate um she does she does the voice she does tiny tina's voice she does tiny a whole bunch. voice he does a whole bunch of voices yeah her brother was the lead writer on borderlands yeah he was. he was he's gone i feel like the 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 soul of that i that story and it's in in the tone left with him yeah because he was able to write it well, and they haven't found anyone that can actually do that justice. So if that's the case, I'm not saying lose the tone of Borderlands, because that's 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 like it's it's ingrained in, in the DNA. But if you can't write, you don't have people that can write stories well, have your game design be less of uh, less about that. Right. Like, like. I'm not saying do an extraction shooter, but maybe create, hey, actually create something new. You know, maybe create a new kind of genre or something, but do something different that accentuates the strengths of your current staff because your current staff are not the people who made Borderlands 2. Right. They're different people. So you need to figure out how to, to get the best out of their talents Instead of trying to shove that 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 you know square peg into a round hole, it, it's not working. And I just don't want to see another like horrible story in Borderlands Four. Like I refuse. Yeah, I, I I agree, and that's the that's the downside of it. But people would love to see it, but only if they're going to do it the correct way. Yeah. Uh, all right, moving on to the next topic. Let's. Oh, we get into the Xbox stuff now. So buckle up, everybody. About to talk about about a lot about Xbox. The let's let's start the conversation with the CFO. CFO got a lot of people out here mad. Got people thinking that Xbox, hey, they're gonna be third party, <laughs> third party Xbox going forward. This is some of the stuff uh, I have it right here. So here we are right here. 
So first thing, CFO explains why Microsoft no longer reveals console sales. This is like one of three things that this man has said. He was like, at first it was like, what are we doing? You're the Xbox business and you're not giving us console sales numbers. That makes no sense, but it's really the first point of a saying no, it's about content and services success for us is is we where we can keep growing that content and services and service revenue double digits if we can grow faster than the market is growing we are taking share in that marketplace and that's where we want to be it's 250 billion dollar market we are not a 250 billion dollar entity slow-mo when it comes okay so what do you say when you hear that about why the, I, I wrote my eyes when I heard that part. The reason you don't announce numbers is because you just aren't good at selling consoles right now. Right. If, <laughs> if your numbers was popping, you'd be out there like, look what we selling did. numbers. Look, look at these. We breaking records out here, baby. Like right. you, that would be you, but you're not. So you shut up. Like everyone does this. Everyone does this. Like like we we don't like Sony would do this when certain games don't reach the certain heights they want. You know, it's radio silence. Hey that hey that 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 game launched. You know what's going on? Hey, hey, how's days gone doing? Who the heck knows? Right. So they yeah. when it's not selling the way they want it to sell, no matter what it is, they're not gonna talk about it. There's nothing to talk about. Stop asking me. Is 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 their their approach to it? So I mean that that is what it is, but frankly. Some of this stuff is stuff that we already, not even some, all of this stuff is stuff that we already knew. Like mm-hmm. them talking about Nintendo and PlayStation, we gonna act like we ain't heard that before. Oh, well, yeah, well, well, speaking of which, this is what he had to say about that. So they asked during the conference, Xbox CEO also talked about making Call of Duty a high margin first party business instead of a lower margin third party business for Microsoft in which they mentioned driving high margin sales on rival platforms, including PlayStation Nintendo. So that's kind of when we think that's an Xbox component of Call of Duty. Call of Duty, you go from, again, that low margin business to high margin business, stress said. What um, then what you do is you also expand and say, we are now driving high margin sales on PlayStation and Nintendo. I'm like, that was already driving high margin sales on, on PlayStation. You're bringing it to Nintendo, so I'll give you credit for that. But it was already bringing high margin sales. It was like literally the big, it was like literally the game that sold the most on, their own, on that platform, slow-mo. Mm-hmm. It, what, what sold more than Call of Duty on that platform? Nothing. Nothing. It was the highest selling game on the on both platforms. The fact that you can literally uh, the fact that that game literally sold the most in the year that it came out and it charted in the top 10 the year after. Every Call of Duty does it. It always charts the year mm-hmm. it comes out as the number one selling game. And, and, the garden, game, and it it's charts like, it's the like next in the top year. Five in the next year, yeah. When a new Call of Duty game comes out, so yeah. oh my god, so slump, and, and then and then and then he gets into the whole, you know, third. They want third party. Xbox is third party. Well, Xbox is. I mean, Xbox is a publisher. Let me say something real quick. Yeah, Let's go say, ahead. Because I'm because I'm sick and tired of this talk xbox been a third party ever yeah. since minecraft 
was yeah. acquired. They have been a third-party publisher for Nintendo and PlayStation ever since then. But they're also a first-party because they have their own platform. And they make their own games for that platform. Nothing that was said by the CFO is anything that's new. None of it. We have known they want to put Game Pass on PlayStation for forever. We've known that since before the Xbox Series X came out. You and I were having discussions on BRAP about this back in mm-hmm. 2019. This is not new news at all. Nothing has changed. It's the same. (laughs) Like, hold up here. Here's the last, here's the last thing. (laughs) CEO Tim Stroud speaks during the Wells Cargo TMT summit about game pass and Xbox game pass on every screen possibilities. He said, it's a bit of a change of strategy, not announcing anything broadly here, but our mission is to bring our first party experiences and our subscription service to every screen that can play games. Uh, That means smart TVs. That means mobile devices. That means what we would have thought as competitors in the past, like PlayStation and Nintendo game pass is a high margin business for Microsoft. And the company plans to (laughs) go ahead. This is a bit of a change of strategy. We're still talking about the same thing we've been talking about about for years. It's the same strategy. It's the same strategy. Is it it a change of strategy for you, Tim? Because you haven't been paying attention. Like (laughs) I I don't understand. Like what what are you talking about? Like what did did Phil say? Like five months ago or so. Whenever they did their little, uh, I think they were with. Jeff Grubb was was one of the interviewers. I can't, it was like a sit down. It was like him. It was Matt Booty. They were all sitting on couches trying to pretend like they were all buddies and stuff. Like yeah. legs crossed all like comfortable. It was like right after E3. They were just all, you know, buddy, buddy, chum, chum stuff, right? Like Phil Spencer, he, he, he addressed all this stuff then. I mean, he did the same much- thing. They like pretty much a long they acquired time. Because it was the same stuff going on when they acquired Zenimax, right? The same talk going on that they were going to be a third party. They were going to get rid of the Xbox, blah, 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 blah. Man, listen, shout out to, listen, shout out to Dealer. Shout out to the RDX podcast. Shout out to Fonz. Anybody that listens to that show knows when Fonz is on the show, at the very beginning of the show, we always play the clip of Phil Spencer saying, Game, um, game Xbox game Xbox play Xbox games where Xbox Game Pass exists. They ne- it's well, always that's, that's not, he, this is how he said it. He's he was he he addressed in the Zenimax uh live stream where you could get Bethesda where you could be guaranteed to play Bethesda games, and he mm-hmm. said these games were guaranteed to be. Wherever Game Pass, Game Pass exists, exists. And, and 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 that covers everything. Everything that covers, that's going to cover whether you play them on mobile. It's going to cover whether you're playing them on a PlayStation or a Nintendo. If they are willing to put Game Pass on, see this guy teabagging me. I saw it. Yeah, like this. This is we, a teabag we, this guy. Is what, 
This is the T-Bash match, yeah. Yeah, this is the T-Bash <laughs> match. Where, like, you know, he definitely regretted that af- afterwards because we, uh, we was giving him the business. Yeah, yep, he got it after this. He <laughs> was whole, like, Slumber was like, T-Bag him, T-Bag him. <laughs> the whole team was getting Eiffel Towered after that. Anyway, um, you know, um, this has been they've been addressing this for forever and it, it doesn't like financially. I look, I, I'm not an economist. I, I'm not like, you know, uh, 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 I mean, I, 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 I work in business, but I don't, I don't, I'm not a C, uh, 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 executive, you know, a list executive with, you know, in the, in the big suites and everything. Like I, I, I don't do all this, all that stuff. Right. I just, you at you least know, a shed of I, 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 well, I, no, I, I went to school for business, but like, I, I it's not what the, don't do any of that. I do, I do it now. The, the, what, what I'm saying all to say is that I'm not on the level of like an executive that does all this business stuff yet. I can see that like primarily where they make their money from is through microtransactions of third party games. They get 30% cut of all those where off of Xbox. They, they make primarily a lot of their money off of subscriptions. Mm-hmm. Now, a lot of them are on the, those subscriptions for game pass are on, you know, PC now, which is great for them. And it's in the stagnant on Xbox, which is not great, but a significant portion of that is also on Xbox. If you're trying to, grow your business and now they got call of duty so now they're getting 70 percent of, of everything that's on you know um mobile con- pc console they make they get a, a lot of extra revenue now great if you're trying to grow the business wh- like s- someone show me the the math where it makes sense to get rid of part of your business that generates a significant portion of your revenue as you're growing. Like, I, I don't see how that makes any sense. Now I'm also not saying that like maybe one day, like in 2029, 2030, or like maybe the next Xbox is the last physical Xbox. You never know. Like as, as time goes on, and as as cloud gets better and maybe they can make it seamless maybe can make it so that people don't mind playing on cloud more maybe it, the technology gets that great i doubt it but maybe there comes a point in time where people are primarily playing cloud instead of native at that point yeah go ahead and make xbox an app or a little, a little like a Roku size device, whatever, right? And and get a smaller footprint on people's entertainment center, and with the, the same level of performance. Like, yeah, in twenty thirty two, that sounds like a great idea. So it's, I'm not saying that like it's never going to go away, but even then, I think that they're always going to be someone who wants to promote their own platform because when you have your own platform and you're generating a lot of revenue from that, you're not just getting money from your games. You're getting money from everyone else's games that sell on your platform. And I think that's something that they don't want to give up. 
Um, and and again, I'm not saying that's absolutely going to happen with the with the the uh, um, you know cloud gaming because frankly, we know Xbox is primarily strong in the United States. That's where the the bulk uh, North America is where the, the the they get the bulk of their their presence from. We all know as Americans how bad the internet is here, how mm-hmm. bad the infrastructure is, how politicized it's become, where it, it should be considered a utility. It should be considered something that is essential for every American to have, that if you own a home, you should have internet, period, like the way you have water and the way you have electricity, but it's not. And that's all, that's, you're not getting, when, when, when our government is electing uh, the leaders of the FTC to be a dude who was a a, a lobbyist for Verizon and ISP, mm-hmm. like we're nowhere near being in a place where we can get this stuff rectified. Where any American should have the the, the kind of internet that I have. Right. I have one gigabyte down and one gigabyte up. But I'm a I'm I am an outlier. Most people don't have that. One most people get one gigabyte down and like twenty five up, forty up, fifty up. Like that's not enough upload, really, for like the kind of gaming that you really want to do. Like it's it's we are so far away from where we need to be as a country for 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 this for that to really work. And people may say, oh, I mean that's the case. In 2023, slow mo, yo, it need to be some significant changes right. with the infrastructure of the country. We don't have the like the, the, the not to get super in the weeds with it, but like it's only like the major metropolitan areas that have or close to those areas that have really really good high broadband internet. When if you live in a rural area, it's 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 not the same. You don't have that fiber laid by Verizon or AT&T or Tom Warner who was supposed to do this decades ago but but elected not to. Like we just don't we don't have that infrastructure here. And yeah. It, it's yeah, there's less people who live in those rural areas, but at the same time like they they can't be discounted. So No. Off I, of it's just, yeah, it's not happening, man. No, I agree. It just ultimately comes back to um, they wanted that be everywhere, and it mostly just comes down. I think the moment Xbox files, out, at least on the PlayStation side of it, uh, I think Nintendo, um, I don't think they will really be uh, threatened as much by something like this. Um I do think PlayStation probably wouldn't allow something like this to happen on their platform until Xbox is fully out of the console making business and they're just a third party. Uh, I think that could be when you see it really happen. But I also think that money talks and if Game Pass does become this behemoth that Microsoft wants it to become, then it might also, it might be it might behoove them to put it on there because remember at su- at one point EA play was not on PlayStation because PlayStation didn't want a competing service. Uh, they wanted to sell those EA games on their platform and EA was like, well, shoot, we're just not going to have EA play 
on the PlayStation platform. Um, and that's something that changed over the course of like the last, I believe, two, three years. And, yeah, they, and they, put- they still, to be, I mean, someone in the chat correct me if they have EA Play on PlayStation, but as, as, as I recall, they do. EA Play on PlayStation, hold on, hold on. it doesn't have all the games that Xbox. EA Play gets. Oh, that's a good question. Does it have all the games that Xbox yeah. has? And 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 not, neither of them get what EA Play Pro is on which is a, PC, which is those crime. games day and date. <laughs> like it's like, but that's what I have on PC. Like when um when Jedi Survivor came out, I was able to just play it. And right. and when Dragon Age Dreadwolf comes out, I will you know tepidly install it and see if they butchered one of my favorite favorite franchises or not. Um, <laughs> but I, yeah, I I thought it was less games on PlayStation um, for whatever reason. I don't know what that that was. I, I know for certain at one point. Ah, uh, he was, says it doesn't have the okay. Uh, Miko says EA Play on PlayStation had none of the backwards compatible games. Oh, that that's a significant portion of it. Of that it, is um, because like, that yeah. makes sense because they can't play PS3 games on that platform. Yeah, that makes yeah. sense. So yeah, and that is a, and that is a real big reason why a lot of people were able to play like Dead Space and stuff like that for the 360 because it was backwards compatible. I do remember that, but um, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see what it's going to look like, you know, but everything the CFO said, you know, it's kind of what Phil Spencer said a long time ago. People just, you know, it's it's like a new data point. Someone else is saying it. And then you got people out there tweeting and messaging Phil and Sarah Bond. Hey, can you elaborate on this? Can you give us some clarification? Are you going to be still making consoles? I'm like, dude, they told you this a long time ago. Everybody knows that their plan and their future is in Game Pass. And if Game that's Pass... It. That, that's it. Mm-hmm. It is on them to make sure their messaging is clear every that's single true. time they speak. That, and so it is, is their fault when yes. one of them says something that can be construed as not being what what they've all what they've been saying or it can give people a different impression so it's their fault it's their fault that this narrative can exist because you know like like maybe you need to stop telling tim to talk like when when tim got you know don't don't speak on xbox stuff don't speak on nothing microsoft gaming tim because every time you speak we gotta go do like three interviews undoing whatever you said because people will take you know a portion of it or maybe you know maybe you didn't word it correctly or take it out of context and then here we are dealing with the same arguments we dealt before where phil has to come out make another statement saying we will always continue to make an xbox you know or we're going to make as many xboxes for as long as i'm here blah 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 whatever kind of statement he ends up making or maybe that would be sarah bond at this point since she's now president of uh of what's her president or ceo of xbox it's one of those right she's president yeah, right, so this should of, probably yeah. be a Sarah Camp thing at this point. Um, because like, I mean, I, I'm not, <laughs> I know some people would say they're trying to do the black woman dirty, but like, right. why, why create a role for, for her and and put her in, in a specific role of being president of Xbox that you, you, you don't intend on having around for much longer, right? Exactly. So, you just made her president of something for like the next three years. 
Great job, Sarah. Thank, thank you for you know sticking with sticking with that sinking ship. We're gonna move on now. Thanks. Like I, I, I just don't think that's that makes sense to me. And and, and while we were talking about gay pass, let's we're gonna move on. Uh, shout out to Remnant One and Two being dropped into Gay Pass yesterday. So mm-hmm. if you if you haven't played them, you got Gay Pass. It's um. Especially um, Remnant 2, I haven't played one, and I'm definitely going to play it. We're just waiting for, you know, Luca to get time to go ahead and do it. But um, Remnant 2 is, like, I it's 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 amazing. I love it. <laughs> so Push good. Your big so, boy pants on, okay? So just, just saying, just like, I, I, feel, I feel that Remnant 2's reviews were a bit harsher than other games because mm-hmm. it's, it's, a, it's a hard Souls-like game. It's it's up there. It's not easy. Just because it got guns in it don't mean it, it doesn't follow that same uh that same kind of game design. Oh yeah. And yeah. you will get you will get die a lot. You know, it's just <laughs> I still I still I, I always love that the when Demon Souls came out or not Demon was it Demon Souls or Dark Souls? I think Dark Souls, the first Dark Souls. The the wait, wait, wait. Demon Souls came first. No, no, I know Demon Souls came first, but I think it was the first Dark Souls game that had okay, it. Okay. When you bought the um when you bought the collector's uh collected edition strategy guide, in the mm-hmm. very first page of the book when you opened it, it said you it said be ready to die because you're going to die a lot. Literally mm-hmm. on the very first like it's like in big bold letters on the very first part of the hardcover book, and it says be prepared to die a lot. I was like, yeah, right. It did come to find out. <laughs> yeah. You die a lot. You yeah. die a lot. So it's definitely good. But um, let's move over to the next thing. Slow-mo Xbox tax. We talked about this a couple weeks ago. The conversation is still going on. Uh, a lot of people need to the know. Cabal, the cabal is still working. Yes. They, the cabal is still working. They, 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 they're very upset that people are still trying to expose them. Yeah, exactly. So, why won't you tell people to you? Because it's like a lot of different, you know, opinions on what Xbox tax is. Um, I was on a show uh, with Boone and them um, yesterday uh, doing prime time with them for a second. They were talking about it over there. And, you know, it's, it. you know, you got Ryan McCaffrey on Twitter talking about stuff. You got, you know, um, Dustin Legary doing the three hour podcast did an open form, which probably is not the best thing to do because you're going to get a wide range of (laughs) probably should not have done that. You probably shouldn't have done that, but so so, yeah, it was, it was, it was, it was pretty people think is the, the, the the main culprit for it. Exactly. So, so Sloma, what do you, what is, what do you think the Xbox tax is or the perceived Xbox tax is for you? The Xbox tax. And, and I think it's this because literally everyone that I see say that's Xbox tax is applying it in a way that is not like the previous person who says it's Xbox tax. Apparently it's not reviews. Apparently it's not clickbait articles specifically. It's, it's whatever they want it to be. <laughs> I don't like what you just said. That's the tax. That's the tax. You're not allowed to have an opinion. 
That's the tax. That's the way it's, it appears to me. Now, I know there are some cases where, like, people have brought, have, have brought evidence of clear bias, mm-hmm. unbiased games media, and 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 my my response to that is, well, yeah, duh. It, it I mean, duh. Games media kind of sucks. Not look, not not all of them. Some of them are cool. Right. And we're and we're cool with some of them, but for the most part, a lot of them are. I'm not even gonna say a lot. There's a there's a significant portion, but it's not. Now I'm not gonna say like it's all of them or the majority, but there are some enough of them that are unprofessional. That wear their bias on their sleeve. They're they're like the 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 Metro UK review where the guys like you know High Five Rush is awesome, but I can't give it more you know points or whatever because it's it's it you know like Xbox has had a drought like that's stupid. That's that like no one should take that review seriously. They shouldn't. But there there's. There's never going to be a, a, a purely objective media. There's always going to be some biases. But I find it what I find fascinating and how the narrative goes and how it's like almost like a moving target. Like you they, they people excuse me, provide examples of the bias against Xbox. And then I can provide examples of just bias, period. And it's like, oh, well, that's different. Well, how so? For example, I remember when the Division 2 came out. And I was looking at the Metacritic score. And I saw the Metacritic score had dropped like two points. And I was like, mm-hmm. from the day I saw it before. And I was just like, what the heck? What happened? It must have got a really bad review. And even though the Division 2 became somewhat of a disappointment overall compared to Division 1, with like content, but that's like, you know, after that's like, 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 like post launch post game content that you expect from a, from a looter shooter. That's not what people really review the game on. I'm like, well, why would someone give such a low review to this game? And when I go, when I found the review and I read it, it made no sense to me that this was so that this review made it into Metacritic. This dude reviewed the division two and gave it like a five out of 10 or something like that. It was something really low because he don't like guns. This, the vast majority of this guy's review was complaining about Fox news, the second, the second amendment. And, um, (laughs) one of the, the Fox commentators that he mentioned for some reason, like five times, I'm just like, why are you bringing any of this? What does this have to do with the division? And it was just like, I believe I, his, he had one paragraph on the division. And he and he said he, he he tied all the other stuff he talked about because he's I believe the division is is like propaganda for for gun rights mm-hmm. or the lack of gun rights. And I'm just like, there's Call of Duty out here, bro. Like, are you serious? <laughs> what are you talking about? He 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 barely talked about the game. I actually kind of feel like he he only played the game for like 30 minutes, just long enough to, to, for him to be comfortable doing a review on it. That's a terrible review. But I don't say because there's an example like that, there's a tax again, there's a Ubisoft tax. Mm-hmm. 
I don't say there's a there's a tax on the division. No. There are sometimes really crappy reviews on games. Right. And take let's take the game the, the video game awards. People are looking at on the ongoing game category. Why and I agree, Cyberpunk should not be in there. That's not an ongoing game. A number of different games could have been in that category. People bring up Sea of Thieves. They bring up Grounded. And I'm like, I know that y'all keep only bringing up Xbox games. What about Battlefield 2042? Oh, but Halo Infinite. Battlefield 2042 has more players than Halo Infinite. And you could make a legit case that Battlefield 2042 actually did more for the Battlefield community than Halo, than 343 did for Halo Infinite in the Halo community. Because they came from a worse place than Halo Infinite did. At least Halo Infinite worked that launch. Battle 42, Battlefield 2042 not being in the the best one the, the best ongoing game category is a bigger miss than I think Sea of Thieves and Grounded in Halo Infinite. But how come y'all don't talk about that? How come that game isn't listed among the games that got snubbed? You're only listing Xbox games. I think the people who see an Xbox tax, they see it because they're only focused on Xbox. They're only focused on what helps Xbox succeed and what promotes Xbox. They d- and I don't think it's intentional. I think they just don't see the broader picture that there are other games that got snubbed. There are other games that, that were more deserving for certain categories, not just Xbox games. And then they, they also tend to ignore that you got like high fire rush that was given this flowers in this, in this, uh, in this award show, but it's like, Oh, but it's not for game of the year. I guess it doesn't matter. So, yeah, I'm off my soapbox. You can, uh, you, <laughs> the you tax is, the tax is real. No. So for myself, I do think that it's more of, I don't, so is the tax real? There are instances of where a lot of things kind of happen that I think a lot of people just perceive as that. And I think a lot of people just kind of got to realize that biases are going to be real. Like, I don't like, yes, there are a lot of, um, a lot of entities out here, a lot of publications that you would think as media, you would think they would be a little bit more level in their response to a lot of different things or the way that they cover certain things. But you also just got to remember like, yeah, it's a lot of these people, their jobs are to cover some of these things too. And they just happen to just love those things on top of it. That's kind of, you know, like even when you're working at your job and stuff, like you, you hire people to do something that they're really good at. It's very rare that you're going to find somebody that likes everything or they can do everything. And guess what? Those are the people that, (laughs) excuse me, those are the people that don't last too long in those positions. And they're the ones that turn into C the CEOs and the CFOs, the ones that could just basically, you know, put a lot of the biases aside and they can become, you know, more than just the sums of that one, that one thing that they talked about. 
And I do think that for the most part, it really comes back to, you know, with Nintendo and PlayStation being around for so long, Nintendo since like 1985, you know, PlayStation since 90, I think 92, 93, no, 96, 96. Um, I just think that, I think that's just kind of built in. Uh, a lot of people love those platforms. And, you know, if you go back and you talk, cause people talk about like how the reviews are broke up. Like, you know, you get significantly more reviews on a PlayStation game than you will an Xbox game. Even when an Xbox game has the marketing rights, when you, we were talking about this yesterday, you can see where something like Cyberpunk had the marketing deal with Xbox, but it had the most uh, reviews on, on PC because, duh, the game had the best performance on a PC, and people probably already knew that. And then next was PlayStation at like 50 reviews or 56 reviews. And then on Xbox where the marketing deal was, it only had 16. And I think a lot of people look at stuff like that. Like, well, why aren't these people reviewing these games on those platforms? And I'm sitting there like, well, you know, people are going to want to review where they want to review at. Plus on top of that, the bigger player base is that then you talk about the negative, you, like people talk about the negative spin that happens for media. And I just want to, I'm just going to clarify this, uh, you know, and I don't want people to get upset about it, but I do think that a lot of these uh, publications know that they can't really do a, a, a negative PlayStation article and get views on them because the, the people that would watch those are the people that really are in this community like that. They're not the ones that's really hard up on everything that's going on in this community compared to if they make a negative Xbox thing, they know that they're going to get views on it. You know, we we're kind of feeding into that. You know, they know if they make a negative Xbox, and, you and know, why, why, why exactly do they know that? Because, because they have seen, they have seen that it. they get more clicks and views. They know when they make they write something negative, Xbox leaning than they do writing something negative PlayStation leaning. It isn't, oh, we hate Xbox and we're protecting PlayStation. It's what gives us the most clicks. And that's all it's about. It's all about clicks and engagement. What's going to get Xbox guys upset at us and sharing what they are upset about so that other people can look at it and get upset about it? And what's going to get PlayStation fanboys laughing up a storm and going, Hey, look at this. Maximum Console impact. War, blah, 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 blah. Maximum impact. You're going to get Xbox people complaining, PlayStation people laughing at them. And, and guess, and guess what? But this is the funny thing. The funny thing about it is, it's all because everybody has an opinion and the Xbox community is way, I'll put it this way. The Xbox community is way more opinionated when it comes to things that happen on their platform than the PlayStation one is. And, and you may, and, I, and when I say that, I'm not saying in the PlayStation community is bigger, but the PlayStation community but, that but is the on, demographic is also different. That's the, that's the thing. It's completely different. They don't care. The ma don't vast care. majority of them do not care about this stuff. And so they know if they write a negative, if they write an article like, yo, where's the PlayStation roadmap at? It's not going to get as many clicks as talking about Starfield again 
or mm-hmm. saying, I already forgot about Starfield. How did you forget about something you just wrote an article about? It? That's just idiotic. Right, exactly. Right? It's idiotic. But, but, right. And, and we already know these are the same kind of like contractors and writers and whatnot that get paid per report, per article. So they're going to push more content. Well, what quote unquote content, whether it's BS or not. And they're going to be pushing narratives and things, especially if it gets more clicks, because that gives them, you know, more leeway with the, the platform they're writing for. It's a game. And if this was the 360 era, uh, era, it would be the reverse for PlayStation. But this, the leaning that you see, it isn't, Oh, it's because it's, it's Xbox. It's no, it's because you guys engage with it. What do you care what IGN says? It, especially considering half the time, a, a, almost nobody in this community considers IGN credible. So. Why do now you care because they said something negative, but we don't, we, we're not going to talk about all the times they said something positive. What does it matter what they say? Mm-hmm. If you ignore them, if you stop making a big deal about their clickbait, there's no, there's, there's, they'll, they'll stop clickbaiting. It's cause and effect. Mm-hmm. Anything else you want to say? No, it's 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 something, bro. It's something. I mean, I don't like. I said, I just think that as Xbox fans, um, like the people in the, like, no, I don't know if the people in the chat do this, but I see it a lot on Twitter from a lot of other people. But as Xbox fans, I do think that we kind of overblow a lot of stuff that does happen. I'm not, and, and the thing is, I don't think that it's not unwarranted, but I also tell people all the time, you, you know what you're getting, know what you're getting yourself into. If you start going down that road, just like I said, with, um, with Dustin and Gary doing that stream earlier, mm-hmm. like you can't be upset or mad at the, at the outcome of what you did or what you put up on that stream by doing it, because yeah. you should have knew what, how that was going to turn out because yeah. oh, you, oh, oh, one more thing I wanted to say, I want to say this yeah. real quick and then you continue. Um, yeah, yeah, the way I, I forgot, I forgot what it's called. Uh, it's like a three letter acronym, but there's, there's a, there is, something that these outlets use to push their uh their their content and when something gets a lot of clicks and views it will whatever they use automatically re-uploads it again or tweets it out again on like social media platforms so people will say things like oh well this clickbaity trash article was shared like like four times by GameStop. GameStop right. really, it's like GameStop manually shared it one time, but because a lot of people engaged with it, you know, console war stuff on both sides, whether to to you know poo poo it or to you know champion it, it got enough 
uh, enough of, of a percentage of, of the views or whatever, or whatever they were looking for, for that, whatever it is to then upload it again, to get it pushed, pushing it to more eyes, more tweets on about it or more postings about it will actually but then increase those views and e- even more. And so it really just comes down to ignoring really trash journalism. I, I'll take it outside of the gaming community, right? Like, look at it and look, if you work for IGN or, or you know, any of these outlets, no big whoop, you know, it is what it is. Take them like the National Acquirer, right? Right. When you're at the, the grocery store and, I mean, you see the National Acquirer, you know, right ne- near the, the, the checkout line. And it says, Tom Cruise is an alien. And and it says, uh, um, Beyonce is is also an alien. And you just go, I mean, seriously, come on. Mm-hmm. And you just roll your eyes and, and you, you put your, 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 your stuff on the conveyor belt. You don't engage with it because you know it's ridiculous stupidity. But there are people who do engage in it. And that's why they write that nonsense. Right? But meaningful human beings go, that's stupid. Beyonce's not an alien. Tom Cruise definitely is. But like, no, I'm I'm joking. He's not alien. (laughs) But it's just like, you know, you, you know that like you don't engage with bad media. We have to start taking that into account. Like there are like and and I don't mean I'm not gonna get political, but there are certain U- U.S. based political channels or sources that I choose to ignore because everything they say is slanted and biased for a certain demographic, even though the people who work there don't even believe in the things that they say, and it's been proven in their personal lives and whatever else they just say it because it's a it's profitable for them to do it because they're people who believe it. I ignore those media sources and I lean more towards, you know, the, the actual media sources that are as, as objective as they could possibly be. They, they do will show some favoritism in certain ways, but they just give you the news. Like I don't, when it comes to tech tubers, I don't listen to Lion's Tech Tips because Lion's Tech Tips is wrong too much. Right. I listen to Hardware Unboxed. I listen to Paul's Hardware and Gamer Nexus. Like, you have to start to curate who you choose to give your attention to. And if we did that in the gaming community, you wouldn't see any of the hey like they're they're, they're treating it, they're treating Xbox this way with this platform. Hey, they're they're, they're saying this and that. So, who who sees that? Look at those Twitter accounts. Look at how many followers they have. Look at how many retweets and quote, and quote retweets we get, and how many of your content, like things that you say on social media, is based upon what they said. Mm-hmm. Stop engaging. Right. That's all I got to say. Nope, you're good. You're right. Yeah, so, yeah. Until people decide to do that, it's going to continue be something. Like I said, it doesn't say that it doesn't exist. I just think that until you 
don't really care about it anymore. You know, and like, like most people don't like, you know, now if you're doing like a show or something where you want to have conversation and discourse around it, that's fine. But I've been seeing so many people that have nothing to do. Like, like you don't got a channel. You really don't got any followers on Twitter. You're, you're just saying stuff just to have a just to have an argument back and forth. And I think that's where the disconnect really starts to happen. And then you start getting that pile on effect from just everybody talking about it. And I, I think, and then that's when it turns to more than it needs to turn into. So, but with that being said, let's move over to the last topic. Going to talk about Xbox saying, stay tuned to the game rewards. And we really don't know what they're going to do, but I'm going to ask you this one simple question. Slow-mo. Mm-hmm. What is the thing that you are? What is the one thing you know you're going to, what is the one thing that you want to see? Okay. And what is, and what is the one thing you hope to see at this show? Um, the one thing, <laughs> okay. The one thing you mean from Xbox or just in general? Okay. Well, you know, do, do both, do both. We'll do one. We'll do what you want to see in general from Xbox and we'll do one for each one. So what you want to see from the show in general, and then we'll do for Xbox okay. and the same thing for what you think you'll see. Okay. Um, I think what I want to see from Xbox is also what I'm going to see. So th- th- that's like, I answer for both of those questions. I okay, intend to see Hellblade gameplay, yep. and I expect that that, that I, I think that's what they're going to show. I think they're going to show Hellblade gameplay. It, it just makes sense. Hellblade was first shown on at this forum. It was shown the second time at this forum. Like it, it is also there's going to be no other uh, event in gaming that's going to have more eyes on it than the video game awards last year uh they had 113 million people watching live across the world like you want to promote xbox and the xbox ecosystem outside of just the united states there's no better place to do that than here regardless of how you feel about Jeff Keighley or the big game awards or the fact that they are nominating coaches, esports coaches who didn't coach and games are in nominating categories that don't make any sense. Forget all that. The venue and what it provides is more important than any like feeling of being snubbed or anything like that. Like use the platform for what it is. You're, you're going to get no more, opportunity to get eyes on something potentially really good high quality content that you're coming out with next year than right now so do what's best and show hellblade 2 show that gameplay hopefully it's fire i'm expecting it to be fire and if it's really good you're gonna get a lot of people thinking like man i can't wait to play that on play oh yeah hmm guess i better play this on my pc or maybe I go buy an Xbox. Like, like this is how you get like that. Start to, to lay those eggs, right? Um, what I would hope to see in general is Hogwarts Legacy win the Player's Voice, uh, the, the Player's mm, Choice Award. Facts. Because I want to see Jeff Keeley say the words, and our winner for Player's Choice is Hogwarts Legacy. <laughs> right. 
because they clearly went out of their way to make sure this game did not get nominated for anything because they are afraid of upsetting particular groups and mm-hmm. you go out of all that you go if 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 it wins player choice it, or it passes into the second round if, if if for those out there who haven't voted yet the player's choice votes are happening right now hogwarts legacy made it to round two yep so keep voting okay yeah, don't it. give up <laughs> but um th- that's why i will hope to see um, but as far as uh, reveals go, I think we're going to see GTA Six yeah. uh, there too, and I'm hoping this for Rockstar to still be Rockstar. Like I've been kind of like I that game's going to sell crazy, right? Like it, it, it's it's when when GTA Six comes out, whenever year it comes out, it's going to be the number one game sold that year. Forget Call of Duty. Forget any, forget any other game. I don't care what it is. It's not outselling GTA 6. That's it. It's been a long time since GTA 5. And I feel like Rockstar has had, like, they've lost founders. They've lost key talent. I I wonder if they still are, they still that dude. You know, I wonder if they're still that guy to to that that can deliver. And so I'm kind of interested in seeing how that turns out. So that that might actually be as far as games go, like an actual game, the one thing I want to see the most, I'm curious the most about what about you, man? Yeah, so uh we're in line with what we want to see, what we hope to see and what we think we're going to see. Uh Hellblade needs to be here. It's 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 lived literally 90% of its, you know, life when it comes to like announcements and stuff or anything that comes out for it at the game awards. And, um, I think this is a really good opportunity because I do think the game is going to come out next year. I do think it's going to probably end up being there close to the, either their third quarter or fourth quarter game. Well, probably not their fourth quarter game. Um, but I do think it's going to come out middle of the year towards the third quarter of the year. So probably September. So definitely want to see that when it comes to like the game rewards and oh and then another thing that i want to see i kind of want to know what's going on with the coalition uh i know we're not going to get an actual gear six or anything like that but you know it would be really cool to like be teased on something around you know that master chief collection style stuff that you know special nick has been teasing forever and stuff and i think that would be another really good thing that they could actually bring that could be something that could be like our early release like sometime around february march and we finally do get something like a mass like a um um marcus phoenix collection or something and have those games redone or remastered or brought up to like a better uh overall uh palette when it comes to like the gears games um i think that would be something really really cool that we could actually see there too but what i really think it's going to mostly happen is i think they're going to show us something like uh i don't know what game it's going to probably be it could be perfect dark because they have been working with crystal dynamic for a while where they're doing like um a lot of stuff in the background i can see us hearing joanna dark's voice and now having like put up a screenshot of the actual screen of the actual um of the actual title of the game and then they're saying something like see more in january for the xbox um 
uh, Xbox the event. Develop, developer Direct, yeah. Yeah, for a developer Direct. That's what I, because I don't think they're going to really, I said outside of Hellblade, I don't think you're going to see anything monumental from them, but mm -hmm. I can see them teasing something that's going to like kick off the beginning of the year for a developer direct at the beginning That'll of be next smart. year. That'll be that's smart because then you, you're also capitalizing on that humongous audience and yeah. having them look forward to maybe you can funnel some of those people to check out your 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 own your Xbox Focus show that it's going to have less eyes on it, but it, it, you you you're, you want to take advantage of Jeff Keighley's audience. Uh, and try to funnel some of them into that other that other uh viewership outside exactly. of just you know the hardcore gamer that's going to check it out of course yeah that's actually that's a, that's a great idea i think i hope they do that if if it's ready i'm not if certain it's ready perfect well, dark on, ready. well it may not be perfect dark it could be anything it's just something like it could be perfect dark it could be it could be actual gameplay of um what's that i mean honestly they could use hellblade as that they could literally show you send you up running through a uh, through the woods or whatever and it might piss you off at first because you see just another cinematic trailer but at the very end of it it will say see live gameplay or combat gameplay or whatever they want to say at this event and then they could like kind of do it that way too. So I don't care what game does it. I just think that they're going to kind of use that as a bridge, like you said, with all of the people and all the eyes that are going to be on it. They're going to use that as a bridge to like kind of get people over because I think that's going to be the best way of doing it. Uh, me personally, I'd rather just see Show Me Combat then because that's where you kind of showed it, showed the game off the most. But however they go about doing it, I do think it's just going to showcase whatever event they got coming up for a director of developer direct. Uh, when it comes to like the game awards in general, I've been going back and forth with the GTA thing. Um, I don't know if they're going to do a full blown thing. Are they going to do something like we just said with Xbox where they're going to show off a couple of little things, but then they're going to do a really big deep dive and have you show up to like their own kind of event. The biggest thing with them, Rockstar doesn't need the game awards. The game awards need Rockstar. They don't need to get the game awards don't need them. I mean, we, we know that the game we, we know that, but like Frank, come on. They said it's, it's coming out. They're going to show something early December. The big game awards is already, it's it going to be the first week. It's going to be there. It's going to be like, they don't need the VGAs, but they're, they, they, they're going to be at the VGA. So, so literally it doesn't the, matter if they need them or not. They're going to be there. This is the funny thing. Slow-mo. The stream for the VGAs is going to be high. It's going to have a high number of people that watch it. But the moment the Grand Theft Auto trailer is dropped separately, it's going to dwarf that number. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's going to hit millions. It's within going to be hours. Worth it. in within hours. hours. Yeah. Within hours, yeah. it's, going to, it's going to be probably the most viewed. I think the most viewed video on YouTube was like in, in, in 24 hours, it's like, 200 and something million views or something like that. I don't think it's going to hit that, but it's going to hit some stupid number though. But yeah, uh, yeah but outside of that, man, it's just going to be and, fun. And, and let me, let me clear up on my points about, yeah, go ahead. I didn't say GTA six was going to be a disappointment. I'm saying, uh, yeah. And yeah, I think that anyone who thinks that studios can't, can never change. Like you're, you're in for a rude awakening. I'm sorry, but like every single studio goes through change and their quality either goes up or down. It doesn't stay the same. So it, it, it is what it is. Um, the since Red Dead 2 came out, their found one of the founders, Sam Hauser, whatever his name is, left. When you when 
having thousands of developers is fine, but not thousands of developers are, are, aren't making the decisions on game design. They're the ones who are implementing the vision. And if your visionaries are gone or they leave and you're replacing them yeah. with people who may, who may not have as solid of a vision or solid on execution, that, that could potentially be a problem. I don't think it's, 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 it's blasphemy to say that potentially a game might be disappointing. Not saying it won't sell because it's going to sell ridiculous because it's, it's GTA. But it's not like blasphemy to say that maybe this game might be a disappointment. Yeah, I so, agree. Nope. Dan Thank you. Thank you. Dan Hauser. Yeah, but it's going to be going to be a fun week, man. Video Game Awards. Uh, what day is that on slow mo? December sixth or the seventh? Let me it's double the check. Seventh. So that's a Thursday. So that's next week, yep. and you'll be hosting it. Right. So how how do you want to go? How we want to do it? Can you work? Can you can you go live earlier? Yeah. I get off work at six five o'clock that day. So yeah. Okay. All right. So what this is what we do? We'll do DPS early. Um, we'll go live at like seven or something. You know, do do a little pregame show. Then we get into the show show, and then um the DPS that we upload to all the, the, the various podcasting um, apps and services that we upload DPS to on the replay, that would be like our post talk, our discussion on what we just saw um, after the fact. So right. yep, it's going to we'll, be a long stream. It's going to be a long stream. It's going to be a long stream. We go, we go, we go get us. Um, we go get us somebody to do it with us. I already, we already, probably got the same person to buy person. So we'll, we'll reach out to that person to see if they want to do it with us again. Well, I, got, I got a couple of people in mind, but well, I mean, you know, I mean, who did we did it? Who did we do? We did it with, um, did we do it with Trevor Birdsong last year? Yes, we did. We did and we did. Eric, I think Eric and was Eric, with, and Eric was yeah. with us. So yeah, we will. Yeah. Yeah, I think Enrique, people. Enrique dropped in for a bit. Yeah, he dropped he in for a bit. For he didn't stay. Yeah, but we, so we'll have some we'll have some people to you know have discourse with and conversations with. It'll be a fun time. So um, make sure you just follow the Twitter account, um, and we will let you guys know everything that's going on over there. But with that being said, slow mo. Uh, first of all, uh, thank you once again for your amazing input on everything that you have, and uh, just you know being an amazing person as you always are so please well, you're everybody... I, i'm sure your, your your comment section on this one is going to be pretty uh that's fine that's okay <laughs> they, they 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 like that's the one thing about my comment sections they actually like hot takes they they get a little butthurt every once in a while but they they they, they can deal with them but uh let everybody know where they can find you what you got going on with your channel and um you know everything else you got going on uh Slow mo backslap. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll get mine in a second. Slow mo backslap on everything. Uh, that's Twitter, TikTok, um, YouTube, Twitch, Kick, Kickback, Kick Push, <laughs> Coast. <laughs> I'm just, all right, I'm sorry. Um, yeah, slow mo backslap. Um, same name everywhere. Uh, I, I, there's a new. 
looter shooter that's being revealed called, and, and I'm not joking with this, Project Triple L. Huh. I, I'm I'm dead serious. It's Project LLL. Um, it's it's I think uh, a couple of uh, YouTubers who do a lot of content and 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 looter shooters have uh, talked about it. I've seen it. Um, I'm not going to speak exactly on how I feel about it quite yet. You expect a video on it after I do some research on the developer and some more research on what the game, what I can find about the game itself and, and what it's really doing um, before I, uh, uh, but yeah, look out for a video next week on Project Triple L. Uh, so, yeah. Um, with that and, and means- probably lunch time with Lomo on Monday again. Cool. And with that being said, um, will Xbox Game Pass be on other platforms? This is the poll I put up earlier. Uh, we had forty, we had thirty votes on it, and twenty-seven percent said yes. PlayStation and Nintendo will have it. Fifty-seven percent said no. PlayStation and Nintendo won't have it. Seven percent said only PlayStation, and ten percent only said Nintendo will have it. So I voted no PlayStation and Nintendo because even though Xbox is offering, I don't think Nintendo or Sony is ever going to reciprocate. Reciprocate it, yeah, definitely. Yep. Uh, I mean, it, you can offer a great night, and <laughs> if she says you don't want it, you can't force her to have it. That's that's some you know. Some 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 truth for some of you guys out there that don't seem to understand what no means no is. So you know. <laughs> no means no. Uh, and for that, and with that being said, uh, you're already on the channel. Make sure you uh, hit the subscribe button. We're working on some new stuff for next year. So beginning of next year, probably like the first couple of weeks of next year, gonna do a refresh of the channels. And, new everything, um, new trailer, intro, yeah, intro, new everything, new layout. Yeah, slow mo's gonna get his uh slow mo's gonna get a hold of like Jay Z so he can write us some bars. It's gonna yep. be great. We're gonna mm-hmm. we we we're gonna turn it out in 2024. Um <laughs> and with that, uh we really appreciate you guys. Um shout out the channel members for this channel. I want to say shout out to Donnell Brown, FTW, Joey Phantom Kraken, the black card. That's like I like the black card. That sounds good. Neil S, Erotimus, True Serum, Brat, Basement Radio, Arcade Podcast, Stardust Acero, Ramon Terrell, Trevor Burson, Hargi Shani, Corey Hale, Slobo Backslash, DJ Oris, and that guy Smitty. Once again, you guys uh, really appreciate all the love and support at that level. And um, can't wait to see this with you guys again on Slobo's channel next week. All right, on my side of things, we got Donnell Brown, J0387. Erodimus, Enrique, Hargi Shini, Truth Serum, Ramon Terrell, Homie Juan Kenobi, Gaming Forte, Corey Hale, Stardust, Acero, and that guy, Smitty. So, yeah, we definitely appreciate you guys. Thank you for uh, always supporting us, and we will see you guys next week. Yep. Later, guys. Peace.